0: Dante
1: Greco Dante is a really smart guy. And ladies love Dante. Look at, that kind of Look at that face. Dante Greco. Dante, Hello. yours truly. I'm going to come. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Dante Greco show. It's a special show. It's not quite a holiday show. It's a movie review show. Last night, first of all, let me introduce this is my beautiful, lovely girlfriend, Evie Mattavelli here.
0: Hi, guys.
1: Some of you may know us from our Los Angeles couple page. Uh, last night, we went and saw a movie called Violent Night, starring David Harbour, the guy from Stranger Things, where he plays Santa Claus, and uh, it, it is violent. And we also recently saw a movie called The Menu with Rafe Fiends and Anya Taylor-Joy and a bunch of other people. And we were kind of surprised at how these movies that are you would think are like, you know, B movies were actually pretty good. So today we're going to discuss them a little bit. Right, Ben?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I was telling Don Tales like there's nothing else to watch. And the movie theaters, we watch all like the kind of like better rated movies. So I was like, babe, just it's the holiday seasons. Like when I was a kid, I would watch gremlins or watch like, I don't know, weird movies for the holidays. It's been kind of like a tradition of mine. I'm like, let's just go watch it. Right. And we love to see it at the reserve. Cause we can put our legs up, get a free, like kettle corn popcorn.
1: Yeah. If we've, uh, I've said this often, the only movie theater, at least in LA worth going to is the Cinemark movie theater. They have the re- the the reclining seats. They do those right. It's always clean. Like you said, the kettle corn is fantastic. He Loves the
0: beer. He has this giant beer, uh, like yeah. cup or they give something. You, they
1: give you a gigantic cold beer mug. It's like basically it's a fancy. beer stein. Yeah, it's like I feel like I'm in Bavaria.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: it's very refreshing. So, so, only way to see a movie.
0: No, no, no. We was so let's start with the with the one with the chef. So that movie, the one that we watched first. First of all, uh, so I was like, this is gonna be a shit fast. Cause they say in the trailers, we watch the thing, it's kind of like the Gordon Ramsay thing, and they say, Yes, yeah, chef, yes, yeah, chef. And it, it's like I was just like, I don't know, it's gonna be bad. But guys, don't be, don't judge it by based on how cheesy it was. It was cheesy, but it was cheesy good.
1: It was a good dark comedy. Um, It had, you know, it was it was also, you know, violent to an extent, but it had a lot of laughs. The pacing was good, decent performances. Curiously, John Leguizamo is in both of these movies. The the menu. John Leguizamo. He plays the bad guy in Violent Night.
0: Oh, he was. So he was in the
1: menu, (laughs) and like I didn't even. I didn't even think that uh, he was still working that much because I always see him complaining these days about his roles and you know uh, James Franco playing Castro and complaining about Chris Pratt playing Super Mario. I thought he was just like some guy that was out of work complaining about uh, a Latino representation in movies. So it was cool to see him perform, and he, you know, what he does a good job. He, he was, should be he should be getting hired.
0: No, no, she was great. He was great, and also he plays so in that movie. Spoiler alert! So like. He plays kind of like this like Hollywood guy that had like a lot of like big hit movies mm-hmm. and his career was kind of he's kind of like becoming irrelevant in a way. And it's funny because he enters a restaurant with his wife and he kind of like typical like. No, that's not gonna
1: work. Okay, Okay,
0: okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Try to fit here. Uh, but it's funny, like he enters the scene with but fighting with his like hot, like Miami-looking wife or whatever. they she's his manager, and it's confusing. They're fighting, and they're kind of like the stuck-up couple, and he's the Hollywood guy in that movie. Mm-hmm. Then there is the Anna Toy. What is her, what is her last
1: name? Anya Taylor-Joy. She's, Anna
0: Taylor-Joy. She's
1: the actress who was... I first became aware of her when I saw the billboards for The Queen's Gambit on Netflix, which I never watched. But then I realized she's actually been in movies that I've seen... For already. forever. She's the actress with the... Uh, that's her sitting right in the front with the red hair. She's got those eyes, like the, the interesting eye shape. And... She was in uh, God, what was that movie that we saw? The
0: Viking movie.
1: Oh, oh, the, Vi- the North the Northman. Northman.
0: Yeah. She was the one that she. I mean, she she has an extensive career. Let's not read her MDB. But anyway, so she is uh a girl going for. We don't know yet what they are, but it seems like her boyfriend to a very fancy culinary event. They take a boat, and. She's like, what is this? And he's like, oh, it's going to be a fantastic thing. I'm a huge fan of the chef. We're going to like experience like food in a way that we never experienced before. And so everyone going there, they spend, I don't know, probably like, uh, Hundred thousand dollars or more to be invited to that experience. Yeah, and the funny thing, Dante and I have so many like pet peeves about eating in um, restaurants or going out. For example, one of my biggest pet peeves is that when we go to fancy restaurants, first of all, the amount of food that they serve you is ridiculous. So there was like little moments in the movie where they don't serve bread; they serve a deconstructive bread, or you're not supposed to eat the food before doing this, this, and that. So it's so funny because Dante and I went to this fancy Italian restaurant, like a, like almost like $100 per person to eat a plate of pasta. And I, we asked for cheese and they said the chef would not want to bring cheese. And if we asked for someone else to bring sh- cheese. They said no cheese. The other server, the manager came over, the chef came over and said, you're not putting cheese on the pasta. Like, in yeah. what kind of oh, world that, that's we this, live? This, that's
1: this weird Italian thing of like...
0: No, chefs. I think it's a chef thing. They think no, they I can mean control it, how you eat the food.
1: It's I mean, like that weird. Il Pestello, yeah, I mean, there's definitely people, this whole hipster fasc- fascination with chefs and cuisine that was probably kicked off, or at least, I don't know if it was kicked off by Chef's Table on Netflix, but it's certainly fed into that. Um, now, We're paying sudden-
0: money. You put the cheese there. Come on. It's cost you anything to do that
1: yeah everyone's acting like the chefs are some infallible artists mystics that they only (laughs) they know how to bring you flavor and it's like listen i've had your pasta your seafood pasta a million times if i want to put Parmesan on it this time. I'm going to put some put Parmesan, Parmesan on, on I mean, it. Come on. What's the big deal?
0: What's the matter with you? No. And then in a the movie, all those little pet peeves that if you eat in fancy restaurants, you would like feel it. You would you would laugh at it. There's moments people like you got to understand what's in the chef's mind and all the the whole night. So there is like yeah, it's, the, a,
1: it's, a, it's a send up of that in a way of like the, the gravitas that yes. these chefs operate with. Oh, my God. We can't. We we got to do what the chef says.
0: Exactly, and one of the things I find it very weird was like so there was so like I said there was the Latin movie star couple, then there is the um the main couple, which is the the Jennifer Lawrence ex boyfriend. I forgot his name. Uh,
1: Nicholas Hoult, who Nicholas who plays Holt. a really. Uh, let me see if I can pull Super up. Super
0: fan of the, the Well, the, no, what the he culinary. what he
1: really he's the guy sitting next to her with his finger on the fork. He's a foodie. He's yeah, but <laughs> but he. Is so good at playing a rich entitled douchebag. He also played a similar character in the Hulu show "The Great" about Catherine the Great. I mean,
0: oh yeah, he played the the, the King Louis. Yeah, he it with, the, with uh with uh Elphennin Elphennin, right?
1: Yeah, or the, I don't remember which. No, it's
0: Elphennin. It's,
1: it's Yeah, he plays a great douchebag like you got to imagine you know because actors bring themselves into the role you got to imagine that he also has this within him he's like a spoiled pretentious douche uh probably the best douchebag we've seen on screen since owen wilson owen wilson you think he's a douchebag well he plays a good douchebag really remember in meet the parents he's he's a big douche
0: i thought i think like the biggest douchebag uh there has to be um What's his name? The British guy that was nothing Hill. I forgot his name. Hugh Grant? Hugh Grant is a big douche. Wait, yeah. no, 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 no. I okay. Let me let me rephrase this. I love Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant is amazing, but he does he does a great job playing like stuck up Irish, Irish
1: I know, but British guy. But, but this guy is like Nicholas Holt is like a spoiled little brat type of douchebag. Hugh Grant, I believe, is capable of murder. Like he has a murderous. I've seen like videos of him talking to paparazzi, and I've even seen capable him on the street a couple of times. He's got like a, a rage in. You know, when he was in that show with Nicole Kidman, I, I, I thought that was the real him.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. That show was amazing, by the way. But, but Okay, so we're talking about the movie. Uh, what, what's the name of the movie again?
1: Um, It's uh, The Menu.
0: Yeah, The Menu. Uh, and uh, so this movie we strongly recommend, and it's funny, and it's cheesy, but cheesy the right way. And, yeah. and the characters in the movie, they're stuck up the stuck-up like uh, foodie review, reviewer, review, reviewers or reviewer, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's like this kind of like fancy lady that she looks like she works at Vogue and the other guy that probably works for the New York Times and they go there and they, right. and they think like they actually were so narcissists that narcissistic that they thought that the entire experience was hired actors to make them feel good about themselves. Right. And they thought that it was all reenactment. So it was hilarious. Then there's like the tech douchebags or finance douchebags, whatever you can put it in there, it yeah. fits the narrative. And it was so typical. They got the exact right amount of people of the right ethical background to play them because there's one of each kind. Right. There was the typical tech guys table and they were like, do we really pay for this? You only run this business because of me. And they were like, kind of have the entitlement. So the, the catch is everyone is there and they all kind of like hated by by you know yeah. the the-, they,
1: the the movie what's great about it is it covers every archetype that's in our culture right now like you said the tech Everyone, guys the, tech the guys. pretentious foodies the food critics um who else? The old out of touch white rich people. Oh,
0: yeah, that the husband the cheats old... on the wife yeah, yeah, and yeah. the yeah. wife is bitter. And there, there was like it was every every there was a character that would fit with everyone there. Like yeah. it, definitely. Which
1: is great because they 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 hit everybody in they this
0: movie. They hit everybody basically. in this movie.
1: It's a good send up. It was it was surprisingly <laughs> well written. It was
0: so good, guys. Like I would never think that that movie, I went there while I, I was like looking at Dante. I was like, babe, this is gonna be a disappointment. And he wasn't, it was so yeah. good. But well, I, I when we saw to that.
1: when we saw the trailer, I was thinking like, oh, oh. what is this? Like some like shit? <laughs> Are they trying to? <laughs> they're trying to capitalize off that show, The Bear, because we had just watched the show on FX, The Bear, about this you know uh guy who's a who's like a Michelin starred chef who goes back to work at his brother's. He looks like Dustin Hoffman, st- that
0: actor, a little yeah, bit. He looks uh, like a young Dustin Hoffman with blue yeah. eyes. He
1: goes back to work at his brother's little like. Sh- dingy sandwich shop in chicago and the whole thing that came out of it that there's memes about is uh when when the chef talks to you in the kitchen you got to respond yes chef yes chef yes chef so when we saw this trailer and ray fiends has um like every chef in the kitchen is going yes chef and everything that he I says. Thought like, I thought about
0: hell Kitchen, I thought I was thinking about Gordon Ramsay. I was not thinking about the Bear Show. I was thinking about Gordon Ramsay thinking, "The scallops are raw."
1: Yeah, it's a little <laughs> bit of that, but he's not really that type of character in the movie. Right?
0: Okay, but. no, no, but then the movie turns into creepy. Like I don't know if we how much we want to spoil here, but we'll, we'll okay, not. If
1: you're watching, watch spoilers. It. We're, we're talking about the movie. the movie if you don't want to hear it if you want to come back and watch this after you see the movie yes. do that because we're it. just gonna talk freely it's too hard to remember what happened what, what the spoiler no about. no but
0: the thing is the whole thing start becoming creepy so they don't let you out or the the the, the character goes to the bathroom the chef follows her because she doesn't want to eat anything because if it looks like kind of like a fancy boring type of thing and she was not interested she was frustrated with her date at the time before that she was his girlfriend and then later on, we find out that she was uh, uh, hired, like a squirt, because his girlfriend broke up with him, and he wanted to bring someone to have this experience with him so he doesn't have an empty table. And the chef goes around in the bathroom while she's in the bathroom, and it was like, hey, why are you not eating? Is there something I can do? How can I not serve you? And it was just so annoying. It was kind of like that, like I said, the entitlement the chefs have, or the, the, the whole like the cooking industry and they,
1: they bring out these plates that are tiny plates with these minuscule portions little little of dots, just like little some, dots some, of oil yeah some resin on them and they'll charge you 89 dollars for the plate it's, 800 it's, like, it's that <laughs> insane it's like that grant a shats bullshit from chef's oh, table
0: oh god so, i hate it
1: i hate it when they do that but they do a great job and, they did a great and, job and this chef as you find out again, spoiler. Alert. What's the name of
0: the actor, though? the chef? The, he has like a, a cliff flip or something. What is what is his name?
1: The, the main guy, Ray Fiennes.
0: The yeah, he's yeah, like yeah, a. No. He plays guys like he plays weirdos pretty well. Actually. No, he's great.
1: I mean, listen, he was um he was very good as uh, I forget the name of the, the the character in Schindler's List, but he played a Nazi that scared. Oh, so that was so scary that actual survivors of the internment camp.
0: Okay, okay. Tremble I, I like, when they saw
1: him. No, so it's just the point is that he's a great, he's great actor. He's great Play great these very scary characters. Uh, he, he you find out that the chef has vendettas against all these people that the wealthy tech bros are working for his boss company the
0: yeah the investor. the guy
1: who, who funds his restaurant and of course the restaurant is like some fancy modern architecture with windows on an island you have to take a boat to get to the restaurant you're it's trapped there basically special.
0: yeah you kind of trapped in the restaurant once you go to that experience yeah and then the thing is that I thought it was so creepy like you get in and the the, the person welcoming you she kind of looked like a samurai in a way because she was like wearing the samurai clothes and with sleeves and she was like sit down there now oh can I have this sit down please and it, like kind of like a, a, kind of like a kind uh, like a passive aggressive but like in a real passive aggressive way and it was so scary I was just like she just sounds like she's gonna imprison me here it didn't look like a normal behavior all of them were weak they don't look at you they don't make eye contact to you which remind me at disney babe we go okay dante and i when we go to disney we love to go eat a coffee circle it's like a nice restaurant it's hard. it's like very hard to get a reservation yeah. at disney at that california adventure and i remember we're trying to get a drink and none of the service people make eye contact with you in this fancy restaurant, oh, God, only one yeah. they got to serve you. That's- and I, I, Dante I was like, I noticed that they always do that here. And I was like, that, How so? But that in the movie, it looked like the movie, the Disney uh, fancy no, restaurant.
1: This is something that is going on. I, we talked about this in a video a long time ago. But they don't like, make eye contact with you. Yeah, waiters, employers. Everyone that works in a restaurant is trained not to make eye contact with you until it's time. And then they take a really long time to come to your table. It's like, I put this as a joke in the video. Like, it's like the exorcist. You try to get a waiter's eye contact and they just spin their head all the way around. Like
0: they're robots. Like they're like, like we're on the matrix and they're just like bots. They're like Mr. Smiths. They just like, look at you. Like they're like, you like? Do you need my service? And I was just like, "What the frick? An entire movie—they make that on steroids, actually. So they don't even make eye contact with you. The only person that talks to your table is the host, is the girl, the the samurai girl that kind of welcomes you, but looks like she's gonna kill
1: yeah. you. And look, I, I, I'm empathetic to people working in the service industry. I've worked in the service industry. You know, I always we tip well, we're nice, we're, we're polite, we're not—we're uh, the cool
0: people. We're not
1: needy, but. It's also, I don't know if after COVID, everyone wanted to have like the service industry's revenge and just decide to pull back on the hospitality, but it's definitely a oh less my hospitable God. world And how come there. we cannot
0: have the reservations for anything these days? Like you try to go like get sushi somewhere or yeah. pasta somewhere. You you have to go there, put your name in line so many and go walk around yeah. like they're like, just walk around it's like 60 minutes to There's, two hours wait i'm like what am so i many, supposed to be doing here outside i don't have enough games on my phone
1: so many places <laughs> are eliminating reservations and all and, and worse they're eliminating contact you can't call them anymore you can't even email them i was told once oh you want to email sugarfish uh to find out what the wait is? email them i email them i got a an automatic form letter back like they don't want you to contact them. They want you to get in your car and drive to them first to see them and just take the chance. Like your food is so good. I'm gonna trek.
0: We do that every time though.
1: Yeah, we do but <laughs> we we're do a close. Uh getting back to the movie, it's it's amazing. A delightful. Dark comedy. Everyone rock. in the movie
0: theater was laughing together. It felt like a communal experience in a way. It's weird. Yeah. It felt like a communal
1: experience. It's a good movie to see Watch in a, a theater with people. A
0: lot yeah. of people. Make sure the movie theater is full. And it, by the way, everybody was so surprised. Because I think everyone bought a ticket thinking like, this is a waste of 15 bucks. Yeah. But it wasn't. It was pretty good.
1: Yeah. I had some hope because when I looked at the cast, I was like, oh, it's a decent cast. They're not going to do... Something yeah. terrible, but I, I mean, I was, it
0: happens. I was
1: a lot more pleasantly surprised than I expected. Um,
0: yeah. So we recommend this one. And there's another Christmas movie that That's we want to right. talk about that well, we super recommend.
1: Last night. Last we night. Saw a movie. Another movie.
0: Called... I was like, there's nothing to watch on TV. We pick, we catch, we pick, we have all our shows in. We don't want to watch another episode of what is it, Outland or whatever. What's the name of the one? The oh,
1: we're watching Outer Range.
0: Outer with Range with Josh, Josh Brolin. Bro. It it's right great. Now. But we're sick and tired of the cowboys and the aliens. So we're like, you know. We gotta go watch a movie. And I was like, Dante's like, this is gonna be complete trash. And I was like, Dante, it's Christmas time. It's the time to watch things like this. We went there and guys, what a delight it was that movie. Like, I well, cannot even describe
1: well, first of all, there's a couple of things that I wanna say about it. You know, again, sport oh god, look at my hair. Jesus. Okay, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I'm gonna get into it. So it's <laughs> A violent movie, super violent, violent, lives up to the title. And my only issue: if you have was... blood
0: problems, or if you don't like Tarantino movies, has a lot of blood. Don't watch it. This is a very Tarantino Christmas.
1: Yeah, to an extent, but it, it doesn't have those stylistic flourishes or homages to old films that the Tarantino movies. Yes, are literally... it
0: does. They did homage to Home Alone.
1: Okay, maybe that one. But, anyways, Violent Night. <laughs> Here was the thing: it's violent. And it's comedic, but I don't think I I felt totally it was uneven during the early scenes when spoilers, when the uh, the robbers come in and they start killing off the staffers that work in the home. Basically, these these this team of robbers comes in to steal a fortune from this very rich woman played by Beverly D'Angelo and she lives in this very nice mansion in I don't know someplace where it snows heavily in the woods <laughs>
0: somewhere that snows heavily yeah,
1: Wait. <laughs> I don't know, Ohio I don't know and
0: Washington State so, so they
1: break in they start killing off all her staff that are there to serve them it's Christmas Eve and the killings are kind of pretty violent and um gratuitous so it's like but meanwhile they're playing they're playing like home alone style christmas music yeah i didn't feel like that meshed the home alone style innocent christmas music with shooting a security guard that was a choice that was that was my choice point blank because like something's got to get it's got to be either like dark music when you're doing that or you don't make it so explicit it's a style when you shoot the guy point blank in the head because it's it made you uncomfortable it was a little bit like holy shit like that's kind of fucked. no up.
0: I, thought it was, I thought it was amazing i thought that the calm music to kind of keep your core like kind of like calm and collected and then you get the the, the guy being shot in the head and blood everywhere it felt like, it was so funny to a point that they were playing like christmas musics, and it was like some horrible violent scenes and it's just like blood everywhere there were stuff going through their head, and their, uh, there's a star, Christmas star in the eyes of the person. It was yeah. crazy, and the music was so like la 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 and I was it- just like, I was just like. That's a style choice. That was a choice. It's it, funny. It
1: works a little better. People when, are laughing.
0: People, no, are laughing. Yeah, people are
1: laughing. It works a little better when they're playing that music while they're killing bad guys. But while they're killing yeah. the innocent good people, it's a little. It makes you uncomfortable. He
0: was like a Viking Santa Claus that has all the Celtic yeah. tattoos, and he's like, he's like, he say, and he's like, he he put, he put his uh, a men bun, a Santa men bun, and he like takes his head off. He's like, Santa's coming.
1: To town. And yeah. I-, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, you think that like Santa, basically, they, they show a couple flashbacks to try oh to tell the God. story of who Santa is. Yeah, oh, look at,
0: that, look at that. that scene. That kind of, and it's so
1: good. Yeah, it's like the prequel to this movie was it- the Northman. You know, Santa is. <laughs>
0: the viking movie watch the viking movie and then watch the santa movie the the viking guy when he dies in the end he He, turns into santa claus yeah he
1: winds up turning into santa claus so
0: and put some weight on but it was interesting i mean (laughs) all those cookies and and uh and uh, milk by the way but they kept the childhood like thing it was a magic movie by the way yeah so it's about it's about santa it's about cookies it's about milk it's about gifts it's about the uh, tailor the Tales of Christmas.
1: Taylor Swift, yeah, no. David Harbor was he brought a lot of uh, dry humor to the role. You know, he was characteristic, characteristically good. He
0: was so good in
1: this role. He kind
0: of he did a facelift and, or something. He looks different. He looks more handsome.
1: Uh, I don't know. I think maybe it's just having a beard and long hair makes him look a bit better, or maybe he must lost some weight.
0: Must be some uh, some of those uh, uh, Hollywood magic.
1: And John Leguizamo was pretty good as a Again. villain.
0: Again, he was a villain,
1: he was good, you he know. So and the good. rest of the cast was made up of mostly people I've never heard of, except for Beverly D'Angelo.
0: I like the the mom, the grandma, the yeah, mom. She that's, was that's Beverly, she was D'Angelo. great. Yeah. What did she was in?
1: She used to be married to Al Pacino, she has kids with him, and she was in the Does Al Pacino uh, you have kids? The National Lampoon, yeah, Pacino's got some kids, uh,
0: real kids, adopted or their own kids, or
1: he rents them. <laughs> For holiday occasions. No. Go
0: <laughs> Bryant to a couple
1: kids to yeah. come here. <laughs> uh, Pacin- no, no, no. She was in the National Lampoon vacation movies, like Christmas Vacation. Remember yeah. with Chevy Chase? You ever seen that? I don't remember. Lampoon, he's like the Clark she, Griswold. She sounds tough.
0: Like, was she in any action movies or Terminator? She looks like uh, Sarah Connor a
1: little bit. A little bit, but I don't they know. They look
0: alike, right? She sounds like it, too. She's, like, picking up a cautious like... Giving my money back. And I was just Listen like, oh, you got sicker. Looks to me. And I was just like, I was just like, oh, my God. I want to sound like that when I'm old.
1: Yeah. So but every, a lot of
0: vaping. The rest just of kidding. The rest not the, vaping
1: at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The rest of the cast, I have not seen in anything else. But they were. you were OK. They were good. It
0: was Santa. It was Santa, it, the bad guy and the grandma. That's it. The, it was, the, the little kid, too. Kind of. She was a little yeah. bit the, nar- the narrator in a way.
1: That's right. It's a lot of blood. It's funny. I don't think it was as funny. I don't think that the dark. We're
0: laughing the entire time.
1: No, no, no. It was funny, but I don't that the dark comedy was pulled off as well as it was in the menu although it's different kinds different of movie. Type of movie but. yeah
0: one it's more of like the 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 menu it's about feeling uncomfortable it's all about like for example like you order something they say no you're sitting there everybody's it's about feeling uncomfortable the entire time to that to the point that it explodes into violence and craziness but, but, but this movie is already starts in, in craziness there's no uncomfortable time it's an entire movie is violent
1: <laughs> but it's a similar movie in that they're both sending up archetypes of people. Like yes. in this movie, they've got the grandson who's an influencer with the fucking with the hair. I think they use a real influencer, forehead, and, and, by and the way. I think beanie. that kid is a
0: real influencer. I think he's a real influencer.
1: He looks like the guy from Vine who used to be. He's big, like this. Um, he's like,
0: he's like, he was like this. I'm on him. Hi, guys. Hi, Let's fans. You Keep yourself in a positive mind.
1: Yeah. God, who? I what? was just like. Kill that boy first, please. Who was this kid? Alexander Elliott. Alexander Elliott. Can people see this? He looks like this vine star. I forget the name of the Vine star. No figure it out. Wow. Anyways, it's um, I don't know. But it's a good. Sense. And then you got like the action movie star who's who's um, trying to marry the daughter who's not who at least in the movie oh, yeah, this, this is not Eddie, that good looking. Eddie
0: Patterson was really good too. She plays like a stuck up bitch. Yeah, like <laughs> this is
1: Eddie Patterson. You know, she looks she looks fine here, but they really kind of uh, make her try to look uh, not very pretty she's not pretty to play up the
0: i mean she was kind of weird right She's supposed to be quirky and weird but yeah yeah, yeah. but here here she looks like a comedic cool girl and all in the movie they make her look like more of like uh upper class superior like she thinks she's amazing she's dating a movie star she was was really good very solid she was one of my favorites she's
1: dating the action star who's like you know brainless that wants to get the grandmother to fund his movie so you got all these archetypes it wasn't as cutting as the archetypes that they're sending up in the menu but it was still fun and as a holiday movie it was enjoyable if you're looking for something to go see i mean here's the way i look at movies these days because we have so much content everywhere is it meeting the expectation that i had when i came in I expected a violent, kind of funny movie. I was expecting a shitty movie.
0: I was expecting a shitty movie, and they over, they over, how do you say they exceeded my expectations. Yeah.
1: So if it does that, then I say it's a good movie. I give it a good rating. Same with the menu. Everybody was laughing. Not every movie. Has to be citizen Kane, it doesn't always have to have suffering, a it doesn't have to it doesn't be doesn't suffering have to make a, a statement, it doesn't have to be powerful. No, it can just be entertaining Funny. for the two hours while you're sitting in your Cinemark recliner chair with an ice cold beer, Stein, and some warm kettle corn. Nice and then for the
0: love of your life
1: that's right, and then you can forget about it when you leave and move on because <laughs> you'll be on your phone the minute you're out of the theater and you'll be looking at new shit, you'll be looking at Twitter. So it's if by that scale I don't have Twitter I give, by a the good, way. I give it a good review
0: I don't have a Twitter
1: well follow the Dante Greco show on Twitter it's verified I paid eight dollars for that so I, paid
0: I don't have Twitter like I don't know I, I I never really liked it I think it's a little bit for the elder generation but it's okay I like Instagram more uh anyways well, um, what I was gonna say I I enjoyed the movie I recommend the the, the shitty holiday movies this year are amazing
1: yeah I agreed agreed so so go oh, watch it. We give it two. I give it five Celsiuses.
0: <laughs> I give five popcorns. Five catacorns, <laughs> five, five crunchy and perfect for each movie. I recommend those movies. So watch it. It's fun. Yeah, so and once
1: more, we're talking about violent nights.
0: Violent nights.
1: And we're talking about the menu. Yes,
0: yeah, chef. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they do this
1: all the time in a movie. Wait, wait. Yes, chef. Yeah. Okay, everybody. Uh, is there anything you want to say, babe, before we go anywhere you want people to follow you or subscribe to her page? I put it in the description of this video. Uh, my Mantavelli. Instagram is
0: private now, but my, my, my YouTube is available for the public. It's my, Evie Matavelli.
1: That's right. She's, a, she's quite knowledgeable about the world of tech, and she she uh, gives tech talks, and it's a, it's a good follow.
0: Yeah, guys, thank you so much for watching here and watch the holiday movies that are amazing this year. Like, I'm excited. I want to see what's the next shitty movie out there.
1: I don't know. Let's let's check our let's check our local listings.
0: Thank Uh, you. Subscribe to the Dante Greco show, Dante Greco Twitter and TikTok and Instagram. Instagram.
1: No, don't. I mean, I I deleted TikTok. It's a Chinese spy app, so I I deleted it. But, you know, have, have a great time. Bye guys. Have a good life. We will see you soon. Much love. Thank you. Love. <laughs> All right, guys. Gotcha. So once again, thank you to my brother. Tell me your name again. Dante Greco. Two words. Made in America. <laughs> Dante, you're doing great. That's good. Why That's not f- I the really old I I uh, don't uh, it's from. Uh, Listen, I want you to leave my good friend Ringo alone. Uh, hey, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my pal, how? pretend you're a horse in a parade. Have a good day.